Okay, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, October the 18th, 2021, and I decided to put today's Kraken out a little bit later in the day, simply because there was so much news coming out in addition to the news that occurred over the last few days since we haven't had a Kraken in a little bit, but let's jump right into it. We have news from all over the world. So first off, the U.S. Marshals are conducting inspections at the D.C. jail, where the January 6th defendants are held after a judge called for a probe into the treatment of the inmates, according to a local NBC affiliate, uh, NBC4. Again, regardless, I I have to be fair and be consistent, okay? If we're going to say this and, and, you know, come to the defense of the January 6th alleged rioters, I say that with air quotes, I got to be careful because of YouTube, but, you know, we treat this the same way we talk about COVID on on here, so you guys know what I'm getting at. But ultimately, look, if there's mistreatment, innocent until proven guilty, right? So again, mistreatment within within the system in and of itself, at a human level. Again, that's the human error of things, if you will, but it shouldn't be either way. Now, again, in a realistic level, if these were, I'm going to be completely honest with you folks, if these were, you know, molesters, child rapists, murderers, different story. But if these were the everyday average working, hardworking person, and they got arrested because of some big, you know, um, alleged crackdown by the FBI and others in order to justify a new uh, new surveillance state within Washington, D.C., therefore giving fruition to a new surveillance agency, if I'm not mistaken, or department. Again, this needs to be looked into. And I, and I again, not saying this because I want to side with the alleged protesters or alleged rioters, if you will. I say alleged because I have to be careful with my words talking about this topic, especially on YouTube. But again, I want to see a formal legal case play out. The next thing is that there were crowds on Downing Street in England chanting arrest Bill Gates outside of a a meeting that Boris Johnson had pertaining to, you know, Britain's global uh, future and impact or something like that. I don't know. Again, the people are upset. The people are upset. Uh, Speaking of technology, Facebook is concerned about more leaked internal documents to hit the wire at any time soon. The big tech giant sent out a warning on Twitter ahead of a coordinated series of publications. Again, this this Facebook whistleblower, it, it seemed to attempt to rile both sides up in the sense of, you know, getting attention. And then it turns out that it's not really anything significant. It seems to be a quote-unquote whistleblower pushed by the mainstream media, by the establishment. That is just my opinion. Please do not take that as the way in which you should think. I want to be completely, uh, attempt to be as unbiased as possible in the reporting. But we honestly see how things are and how, where that particular individual has gotten. She was lined up to speak to Congress within a matter of days. She was, li- she was ready to go to do interviews within a matter of, with 60 minutes, within a matter of hours. Looked a little too timely, if you ask me. But again, this is my opinion. I know you folks like to hear it, so I'm just going to say it, right? Excuse me. The next thing is that for the first time, the super rich 1% in the U.S. has a larger share of wealth, 27% in the entire middle class, 26.6% according to the Federal Reserve data. Again, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because this is the problem that both political, I guess, people on the political aisle of both sides speak about. And I hate to even say political aisle because forget the aisle. I think ultimately we need to transcend the conservative liberal movement and all that and find the commonalities in which in which people agree and then take it from there. Forget this Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. That's where I'm currently at, folks, truly. I'm not even I'm not even trying to say independent. I, I don't even know what I would refer to myself as at this point. But again. The next thing is that the Czech President Zeman is unable to fulfill his duties, according to the military hospital's report to the Senate. President Zeman was taken to an intensive care unit in the hospital on October 10th. Since then, there's been no diagnosed announced, at least publicly. Again, 
I can't help but think that Putin wanted this to happen in a lot of regards. He said, you know, that he doesn't like the Chechen rebels, uh, rightfully so. If you take a look, even if you take politics out of it and your worldview on P Putin, whether you like him or not, you take a look at what the Chechen rebels allegedly did, you know, 15, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago to innocent people in Russia. You know, bombs at, at 3 a.m. in the morning with children died and, and, and their parents died when they were in bed. It, it traumatizes a nation regardless of what your views are and how you think a country should be run or ran. There was speculation that Putin set that off in order to sort of rally people to invade Chechnya when he was prime minister before he took over from uh, Yeltsin. Again, it, it's hard to say. I can't help but think there's an intelligence operation with respects to President Zeman in, in you know, being the Czech president. But I, I'm not trying to immediately jump to intelligence operations, but I can't help but think that, again, what we see on the surface level is like pro wrestling. The wrestlers talk behind the scenes. Yes, every so often something real does happen in the ring, but most of the time it's pre-planned. That's how I view the news, to tell you folks the truth. Um, the next thing is that the New York Attorney General has shut down two crypto platforms and directed three others to immediately provide information about their activities and products. No names have even been uh, have been provided. Uh, the, again, they're going to go into the justification of money laundering, terrorism, all these different things, right? But ultimately, when I take a look at this, I, I can't help but think, you know, th this is just an attempt to crack down on on the cryptocurrency before, uh, you know, before they regulate it or before they hope to destroy it, right? Um, speaking of which, chair of the U.S. Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, reportedly sold up to $5 million worth of stock right before the stock market suffered a significant drop, according to the uh, outlet called Prospect. Again, it's blatant. It's right in front of our eyes. It's just the question then becomes, will the protesters outlast those that are making the policies and what have you? Because again, look at Occupy Wall Street. It was, it may, it was I, we can argue whether or not it was effective or not because of what's still going on today. But the point is, is that even around the world, the hope is that protesters will eventually have to go home. So the politicians just sit there in their big castles and whatever, right? And they just hope that they can outlast the protesters. The next thing is that the health minister Spahn has announced the end of the pandemic state of emergency in Germany. This, and I quote, this ends a state of emergency that has existed since March 28, 2021, and thus for almost 19 months, end quote. The parliament still has to confirm the decision at the end of November. Interesting. Interesting to see, ultimately. I mean, look, these could all be, you know, all talk, but what's, what's this going to translate into? right? I'm not German. I'm, I've never, uh, sorry, I'm not, not that I'm not German. I've never been on the ground in Germany in that regard. So I don't want to say, I, I don't feel it, it would be fair for me to comment. Um, the next thing, now, if I had an opinion, I would say, but I, Again, my opinion right now is let's see how this plays out. The next thing is that Beijing has recorded its lowest mid-October temperatures in a half century amid stretched energy situations in China. Again, I'm not trying to say with the global warming and the climate change and all that, take that as you will. Don't let me influence you one way or the other, seriously, and I do mean that. The next thing is that the former U.S. Secretary of State, Colin Powell, I believe the first uh, black African-American Secretary of State, he uh, died at the age of 84. He died of COVID-19 despite being vaccinated twice, according to his family. He was fully vaccinated. Um, he also allegedly, if I'm not mistaken, had blood cancer as well, so I'm sure that doesn't that doesn't help it by any any metric, right? So again... My, my my opinion, folks, he's a warmonger. He's a warmonger. I know he said, oh, you know, it was a mistake what I said about going into Iraq at the UN and yada, yada. Okay, fine. Even if you take that part, you put that aside. He was a warmonger in my eyes. So I don't know. Should I say rest in peace? I mean, you know what I'm saying here, guys? So the next thing is that Antarctica's last six months were the coldest on record. And I quote, for the polar darkness period uh, from April through September, the average temperature was minus 60.9 degrees Celsius, a record for those months, end quote. The National Snow and Ice Data Center said, okay, 
take that as you will. Again, I'm not, I'm, I'm genuinely serious. I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but you folks take that as you will. Don't let me influence your perspective on, um, don't let me influence your perspective on this overall, this, you know, global warming, climate change uh, apparatus, especially as it being as it's being pushed in the mainstream media more nowadays. The next thing is that China disputes the report of the hypersonic missile test just and said they just tested a space vehicle, claims Zhao Lijian, a spokesperson for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Okay, basically, for those who don't know, what essentially happened was China got a, a missile that was able to fly in low orbit space all around the planet, like around the whole planet once, and then attack its target, which was obviously something I think in the in the ocean or the South China Sea or whatever. But the point is, is that it's a very advanced technology that could do this, go into space, come back, yada, yada. According to a handful of U.S. officials off the record, they had said that, and I quote, if I'm not mistaken, we have no idea how they did this, end quote. I put up a survey on my social media a couple days ago this weekend when this happened, saying, asking everybody hey you know is it is it like what do you guys think that the u.s is saying this just to throw the 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 ccp off so that you know to make them think that they they don't know how the ccp did this when they really did or is this legit a lot of you um who do listen to these episodes as well said i think it's just the u.s trying to throw off china but a fair chunk of you also said i think china ha- is ahead of the u.s in this particular regard I think personally, I'm going to lean with, and we could say that this is just an attempt at com- uh, confirmation bias or just hopefulness on my end, but I'm going to, this may not be a good thing either, but to be fair, take the lesser of two evils. I'm going to hope that the U.S. knows what, what this is or just pretending not to. The next thing is that Israel is, quote, making preparations, end quote, for Iran to become a nuclear threshold state amid stall negotiations. My opinion, folks, Iran's had a nuke for a long time now. It's just a matter of creating a, cl- a crisis on the surface level. Like I said, pro wrestling. So the next thing is that protesters against vaccine mandates chant defund the media in front of the New York Times building. Again, this is just like what happened in the UK outside the BBC headquarters. Over 100,000 people protesting, if I'm not mistaken. They won't cover it. They won't write about it. They won't report it. It won't even be a little thing at the bar at the bottom of the TV. Just like, I mean, sorry, even at the, the, the bottom of their newspaper. Just like how it wasn't on BBC, right? The next thing is that Delta Airlines has ditched the divisive COVID-19 vaccine mandate, a divisive in quotes, uh, CEO Ed Bastian has announced 90% of Delta's employees are vaccinated already, Bastian claims. And again, there's there's speculation that, again, I say this, you know, with very carefully because it's not con- confirmed, but there's alleged speculation that they may not require passengers to be have the vaccine mandates either now yes we can also say at the same time okay 90 percent of the staff including you know um uh uh, pilots including uh, flight attendants they've been vaccinated but again the ceo makes a good point when he says like listen you know the we, we like he's basically saying in my humble opinion folks we need business we can't let this divide th- divide things right so the next thing i mean again Think of that as you will. That's that's a great thing to see. The next thing is that the UK will put nuclear power at the heart of Britain's strategy to reach net zero carbon emissions, according to the Financial Times. Okay. I, I don't know what to say about that. Seriously, propaganda. I mean, they're really doing it. I don't know. I don't know. The next thing is that Apple is helping China oppress religion. The U.S. big tech company took down popular Quran and Bible apps in China at the request of the CCP. This is according to Business Insider. Again, Apple looked at it like, look, they get so much of their money and their business from China, whether it's manufacturing, whether it's people buying their apps in China. The people in China, from my understanding, love the Apple brand, right? So again, they probably, they sat down with their lawyers. They, they took a Tim, Tim Cook, uh, I was going to say Tim Pool. <laughs> Tim Cook probably took a lot of legal advice and things like that and said, okay, what do we do here? And they decided to favor, uh, go in China's favor. And again, because of the current tensions going on nowadays, 
I, in my opinion, wouldn't say that's the best move to make. But again, for these guys, you know, profits are the bottom line. And ultimately, I do believe that if the world was not in such a high tense and density state as it is right now, this wouldn't be as much of a big deal. But again, taking down certain apps pertaining to the Quran and the Bible, mm, that's 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 iffy. Uh, the, I mean, not acceptable in my perspective, but I say iffy just because, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm influencing your, your guys' perspectives. The next thing is that Turkey's lira has sunk to new lows with little reprieve in sight. The lira has lost 20% of its value this year, and analysts see little relief in sight given expectations for an interest rate cut later this week. Again, the, I think they know what they're doing. Again, the only people that suffer are the, the everyday people of Turkey. I think Erdogan knows what he's doing, and not saying that that's a good thing. The next thing is that Iran and Venezuela, to, and not saying that's a bad thing either, but I think he knows what's, what's up with this. The next thing is that Iran and Venezuela plan to sign a 20-year cooperation accord. Uh, Venezuelan President Maduro will meet his Iranian counterpart on the visit to Tehran in the next few months. Speaking of which, Iran is going to host a, modi- a multilateral conference on Afghanistan on October 27th. Excuse me. Uh, former ministers of Iran or financial ministers, I believe, um, China uh, of Iran, China, Pakistan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, and Russia are going to hold talks in Tehran. Again, they're moving away from the U.S. dollar. You see, and Putin, we know this because Putin, again, he has an intelligence uh, agency and service directly dedicated to Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan. You know, he ha- it's very clear what's happening here, in my opinion. This is something where, yes, it's pro wrestling still, but the intention is actually what we see to be on the surface in many regards. I could be wrong, but the next thing is that a shooting in Syria could mark a new phase in Israeli campaign. Syria's state-run news agency says that the Midhat Saleh was fatally shot by a sniper in Ain el-Tineh, a village along the Israeli frontier in the Golan Heights, or the Golan Heights. Please forgive me if I butchered any of that. Again, it's tip for tat. It's chess moves. The only people that suffer are the innocent people, are the everyday people, even the ones that are just, you know, they need a job and they're serving for their country or they believe in their country. Again, that's a little bit different, but you folks see what I'm saying. The next thing is that the Syrian government opposition uh, plans to start drafting a constitution. A long awaited agreement was reached in the UN mandated talks between the two sides in Switzerland. Okay. Let's let's see what let's see what comes of this, right? Let's see if the U.S. gets involved uh, covertly or otherwise, and say no, we don't like this, and try to come up with some reason to not have this work. Or maybe again, U.S. could have been behind it, could have been behind it. Excuse me, because we see that influence there with them, with NATO and the U.N. Right. The next thing is that a settler attacks, uh, re- excuse me, settler attacks wreak havoc on Palestinians during olive harvest, according to Al Jazeera. Israeli settlers are committing violent daily attacks against Palestinian harvestings, Palestinians, excuse me, harvesting their olive trees for the sea. I would like to get some more perspective on this, and I'm not trying to favor the this Israeli set of family that's attacking the Palestinians, nor am I trying to favor the Palestinians. I'm going to be honest with you folks. This was reported, from my understanding, in this stories from Al Jazeera, right? And respectfully so. However, Al Jazeera has been known to not report things as fairly when it comes to Palestinians. Now, with that being said, though, I also have to play devil's advocate, and we also have to be consistent and understand that the U.S. has also been a big defender of Israel, too. Therefore, U.S. media has been a big defender of Israel as well. It's not for me to say what is right and what is wrong. A story like this, folks, I'm not trying to dodge the answer. I would need I would need to be on the ground to give you guys a full perspective, truly. And then I could say, okay, you know what? What this Israeli family did is totally wrong or what these Palestinians are doing is totally wrong. I just, you know, this is the problem with these sort of contextual stories, if you will, right? The next thing is that gunmen killed dozens in Nigeria's troubled northwest. The attack took place in Nigeria's uh, Sokoto state where bandits have been relocating to avoid security operations. Again, 
the only people that suffer are the innocent ones. It's so unfortunate to see. So unfortunate. The next thing is that airstrikes target the capital of Ethiopia's Tigray and three civilians dead. Again, the raids confirmed by two humanitarian workers come days after a new military offensive was launched against Tigray forces. Again, folks, you see what I'm saying? You, you see what I'm saying here? It does, like... Forget the fighting. It's the pe the innocent people. I mean, God. Um, the, the, the next thing is that uh, police targeted in southwest Pakistan bombing. At least one police officer was killed and 17 other people hurt in an attack on truck on a truck carrying security personnel in Quetta or Quetta. Uh, landslides, floods killed dozens, displaced many in India's Kerala, and at least 35 have died in landslides and floods triggered by heavy rains as rescuers scour for survivors in muddy debris. I put those two together. I know it's India and Pakistan, but ultimately, again, you see what I'm saying here, folks, whether it's from an esoteric perspective, you know, soul matrix perspective, mind control grid perspective, or a surface level, you know, as I call pro wrestling type media front perspective. It's the innocent people that are suffering. It's as simple as that. Forget, oh, what should this side do? What should that side do? Get the innocent people out of the way. And then if you guys want to be warmongers, then you, you, you fucking fight each other. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, it, it bothers me sometimes. The next thing is that Afghanistan's female judges are forced into hiding under Taliban rule. Hundreds of female judges have been forced to live a life of fear and anonymity since the group's August takeover of the country. Again, this is the thing. Should we even have a say because of, you know, how much the West screwed up? And okay, I'm speaking on this because I'm from Canada. Again, we can relate this to some of those within the European countries because Europe was there too, Britain and Afghanistan and all that. Again, I'm not trying to, d to brush this off as nothing. But if this is their nation, I, I don't like, what, what can we say? We can call for things. Agencies and institutions can call for things. But is that going to change anything? And I'm genuinely asking this. I'm not trying to say like, oh, yeah, whatever, let's, you know. Because these are human beings as well. But again, where does our perspective stand? A globalist perspective or a nationalistic perspective? More like, listen, this is bad. We disagree with it, but it's not our problem. Or no, we got to get involved. Look what happened when we got involved last time. Military industry, the, the contractor skimmed off the top, taxpayers dollars. And what do we get for it? Jack shit. Um, the next thing is that the U.S. has offered to pay families of Afghans killed in the drone attack. The Wa uh, Washington also promises to help family members who were interested to relocate to the U.S. following the botched operation. It wasn't a botched operation. They just, they just dropped a bomb and lied and hoped they wouldn't get caught. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I see. Uh, the, the next thing is that Guantanamo detainee can now pen a letter or write a letter on CIA mistreatment, the U.S. says. Abu uh, Zubayad can write a declaration about alleged torture in Poland at a CIA black site, U.S. government tells the Supreme Court. I, why the, I, I wonder why the U.S. is doing this, like saying it's okay, maybe because it's been so long at this point. Because in pure theory, if you're going to go after anyone, in my opinion, it's got to be Cheney. He's the one who gave the go-ahead for all this stuff. I mean, yeah, okay, Bush was the president, but let's be real here. We all know Cheney was running the show. I mean, at least in my opinion, from what I've read and what I've watched. Um, the next thing is that the 17, uh, 17 U.S. missionaries, including children, have been kidnapped in Haiti. The group was leaving an orphanage in Port-au-Prince when they were abducted, says the media reports. Facebook, plan um, excuse me, again, innocent people. It's so, so sad. It, it, it is. I like. I, I hate to... to, to sour and all this and the reason why i report it folks is because i feel like it's important for the world to know right it's important for the world to know um but again at the same time i know it's depressing to believe me when i tell you folks if i know what that's like so the next thing is that facebook plans to hire ten thousand workers in europe to build a metaverse the this uh new uh the new hires will work on a new computing platform that connects people virtually but could raise but raises concerns about privacy the cat's out of the bag, the genie's out of the bottle with privacy, folks. It's been like that, in my humble opinion, since at least 2010, particularly with Facebook. 
So I, I don't know what this whole privacy complaints about it. It's all out there. I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm really not. But if, if we're being real here, it, it, you know, the next thing is that the French ambassador uh, was ordered uh, out of Belarus in the diplomatic spat. Uh, Envoy Nicolas de, uh, de Lacoste's exit linked to Paris's refusal to recognize President Alexander Lukashenko's 2020 re-election. Again, Putin's right in there with Belarus and what have you. This could be because, you know, the plane incident and all that. Tit for tat. It's a chess game. I don't know what else I could say. Uh, they pull their ambassador. Oh, big deal. You know, it's a, it's, it's a chess game. The next thing is that Russia has suspended its NATO mission after the staff expelled. Staff at NATO's uh, military mission in Moscow to be stripped of their accreditation or, or accreditation, excuse me, from November, the Russian uh, foreign minister says. Excuse me. So when I said earlier about uh, the financial minister's meeting in Iran, I meant the foreign minister's. Pardon me. Um, look, I... They've always kind of done their own thing, Russia, and, and we see that they're, you know, they're, they're playing a careful chess game, in my opinion. It, when I say careful, we can, you know, talk about what I really mean by that. But again, I, I don't, it's a chess game. It's a chess game. The next, and I hate to always say that about everything, by the way. I just want to be honest with you folks. But it, in some cases, I don't know how else to put it. Because if I were to be biased, I could take Russia's side or I could take, you know, you know, so I, I don't, I could take NATO's side, like, uh, the next thing is that the China economy, I mean, we can argue, sorry, I just, one more thing, we can argue that NATO thought that this particular Russian staffer was a spy or something, but I, again, the next thing is that China economy slows, officials say recovery is unstable and uneven, officials say the GDP grew at its slowest, slowest pace in a year in the third quarter, amid power cuts, property woes, and COVID concerns. Again, these are officials, it's hard to say, are these the same officials that predicted all certain things around the world that were going to happen and never happened? And then when the odd thing did, they all said, oh, you see, look, we're right, you got to follow us. Or are these officials generally unbiased? Again, it's hard to say, you got to look at the report, you got to look at all these things. Now, with that being said, this if this is true, presumably, okay, in a hypothetical world, assuming this is true, this could also explain why, you know, China needs a war right, with Evergrande defaulting on another interest payment soon, and they've already said that they're going to default. So many things are happening here, right? Uh, the next thing is that executives at Amazon, including founder Jeff Bezos, may have misled or lied to Congress about the firm's business practices, top U.S. lawmakers have said. The members of the House Judiciary Committee said they were considering referencing the firm, quote, for criminal investigation, end quote. It follows an investigation by routers that claimed Amazon copied products and rigged its search results in India to boost sales of its own brands, end quote. Of course they did. Of course they lied, at least in my opinion. Let me make that clear. Of course they lied to Congress, but you know what's going to happen? Nothing. They'll get fined. They'll, get, they'll have to pay a settlement or something. You think Jeff Bezos, Bezos is going to go to jail? <sighs> Anyways, folks, that's it for, for the news for today. Uh, thank you so much again for supporting and watching the show. Love all of you, and we'll catch you very, very soon. Cheers.